Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard again, and it's good to uh, to be back. And so as I was riding home from work today, I've been sort of meditating on uh, on Psalms 23. We call it the 23rd Psalms. And um, and so that's kind of what what came to my spirit. So I want to talk to you today about the 23rd Psalms, and I'll call this the Lord is my shepherd. And so I want to start um, with the first verse and I'll just uh, I'll read and go from there. But let's say a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for blessing your people that the word would go out and touch the hearts of those who may not know you. God, to give them hope. We're living in a difficult time right now, so we need hope in everything we do. Father, we thank you so much for your great love. You sent your son to die for us. And Lord, we certainly like to introduce more people to you so they can learn what it is to know you and and how you are such um, such a gentleman, such a, um, a lover of our souls. And I just thank you, Lord, that you are everything. It's in you. We live, we move and we have our being. And we thank you for blessing this word today in Jesus name. Amen. So let's read uh, the 23rd Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me besides the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, amen. So let me set this, uh, give this some context. So, David is the, uh, is the last son of a man named Jesse. And so David uh, really wasn't very highly thought of by his father. So one of the tasks that he got, uh, he was assigned to tend the sheep. So this is David, and he's out in the pasture, and uh, he's got quite a few sheep. And uh, so he's out there one day, and he's thinking about these sheep and how he provides for them. He wakes up early in the morning to make sure that he meets the needs of the sheep. And as he's thinking about what he does for these sheep, he began to see himself as those sheep. And so he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So God, he sees God as his provider, as the one who makes sure that he has everything he needs. You know, the scripture says that the Lord will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So David knew that God provided everything for him just as he provides everything for those sheep. He even went so far as he says, I shall not want, which means that God meets my needs sometimes even before I ask, you know, because he was talking about the birds and uh, the birds of the, the, the lilies of the field and the birds that fly every day and God meets their needs. Have you ever thought about the birds that fly every day? Who feeds them? How do they get food? I mean, do they just happen to stumble upon food? Uh, if you think about the animals in the wild, how God supplies all of their needs, he takes care of them. 
I mean, we always talk about nature, but the truth is, this is God who's taking care of the animals and he's taking care of all those who need. And, you know, <clears throat> a lot of times, you know, we see bad things around the world. And the first thing we do is we blame God or and we say, you know, crazy things like, uh, you know, for some reason, it's an act of God. God wants you to be poor or, you know, things like that. But God doesn't want you to be poor. You know, you got to remember that there's a devil in this earth as well. And the Bible says he comes to steal, kill and to destroy. Jesus said he came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And there were verses in the Bible where Jesus says, you know, that he's the good shepherd and he always takes care of his sheep. You know, and so you look at Jesus as our shepherd. And so David says, the Lord is my shepherd. That means that he provides for all of my needs and I don't have any reason to want anything. Then he goes on to say, he making me to lie down in green pastures and leading me beside still waters. So when you think of green pastures, you know, you think of a place of calm, a place of serenity, a place of peace. The Bible says that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And so David, as he's going through his hectic day, he sees as these sheep are in this green pasture and they're by these still waters that, you know, when he says still waters, he's talking about, you know, the calm that you can experience in life as well, because, you know, we live in a difficult time where there's a lot of, uh, you know, seem like the winds are blowing and the waves are really hard and they're crashing in our lives, you know, and sometimes we need that, that still water, that place where we can go to find peace. And so Jesus said, if you keep your mind on me, I'll keep you in perfect peace. And the Bible does record him as the Prince of Peace. You know, Jesus said, this peace that I give, give he says, give, un, give I unto you, not as the world giveth. He says, but my peace, um, no man can take that away from you. See, God's peace surpasses all understanding. So his peace governs our heart. And so we look for peace and we only can find that um, through the Lord Jesus Christ. So I love this. He making me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still water. Then he restores my soul. God is a restorer of our souls. You know, we think all day long. We go through emotional ups and downs. And sometimes our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. So sometimes we go through difficult times. And many of us have been hurt. Um, you know, life has dealt us some really terrible blows. And we've lost loved ones. And so our emotions have been torn and maybe you lost somebody during the uh, pandemic you know I lost my mother she passed away during the pandemic and I lost my aunt she passed away as well and my mother died of COVID and so you know my my, my soul needed to be restored I needed God to re restore my soul because you know the pain that I felt the pain down deep that you can't get rid of only the Holy Spirit can minister to you and maybe you've lost somebody maybe you've lost a loved one uh, unexpectedly you know and now your soul needs to be restored well true peace can't come and restoration of your soul can't come unless you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. This is the reason why a lot of people commit suicide, because they can't find rest for their weary souls. They're in pain all the time. You know, they mask it through drugs and alcohol. They mask it, you know, through illicit behavior. Maybe they're hooked on pornography and just different behaviors 
uh, that are not very good, you know, that, that's a that's just a symptom of a soul that needs to be restored. Oh, my goodness. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. The one thing God will always do is lead you down that path of righteousness. You know, I like it that he's Jehovah's sick canoe. He is the Lord, my righteousness. And so we look for God to always lead and guide us into righteousness. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us into all truth and righteousness. You know, so we're going to always go down that path of righteousness. But righteousness only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. The beautiful thing I like is because he died for us. You know, he gave us his righteousness and he took our unrighteousness. The scripture says uh, in 2 Corinthians that uh, he who knew no sin became sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So thank you, Lord, for your righteousness. You know, righteousness is right standing with God. So every day, you know, I'm always I wake up with the assured assurance that I'm right with God. I don't never have to doubt if I'm right with God. There, there's no enmity there. There's no division there. You know, I'm not separated from God because of sin, because Jesus paid for my sin. So he's already done everything for me. So I wake up with the assurance every day that if Jesus come today, I'm going home with him because I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am in right standing with him. And that's what the beautiful thing about this, you know, being in right standing with God where no longer are my sins charged to me. You know, besides, my life was so horrible that with all the sins that um, I committed, there was no way for me to pay that price. Are you kidding me? All the things that I did wrong, the lies that I told, the people that I hurt, the things that I did, the embarrassments that I caused, all those bad things, years upon years, every single day, cussing and drinking and smoking uh, weed and all kind of crazy stuff, trying to use drugs and just out there doing what I wanted to do. You know what? That was all sin and that was all charged to me. But thanks be to God who sent his son to die for my sins. The Bible says in God, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And guess what? I believed in him. And oh my goodness, he washed all my sins away. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for washing away my sins. And he did that. And so now I stand complete in him, in his righteousness, because he is my righteousness. And so when I stand before God, I know that God is pleased with me, not because of me, but because of his son, Jesus, because Jesus took my place. But then I bowed my knee to his son. And because of what his son did, the sacrifice that he made for us, I accepted his sacrifice I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and so Jesus' righteousness was charged to me. And now I'm considered righteousness in the sight of God. So when the righteous call on the Lord, his ears are always open unto their prayer. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord, for your righteousness. Oh, glory to God. I give you praise for that. And so he says, oh, I'm getting excited about this now, y'all. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Can you imagine as we go out, there's a valley of the shadow of death? You know, the Bible says that Satan 
he goes around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Do you realize that he goes around as a roaring lion? The Bible doesn't say he's a roaring lion, okay? But he does come to steal, kill, and to destroy. Satan knows that his time is short. He's going to always come, and he's going to always try uh, to get you to put your guards down because he, he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. That's all he can do. And he's got three primary weapons, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life to try to get you to commit sins. Now, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're in danger already. Satan is already um, looking to get you, and he will if you allow him to. And you need to accept Christ, you know, so that you can stand against the wiles of the devil. You know, the Bible uh, talks about us um, being in a wrestling match. The scripture says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. And that's only because the saints, we know the Lord. So it's a wrestling match. But for you folks that don't know the Lord, it's not a wrestling match. It's a, uh, it's a slaughter. Satan will slaughter you. He will absolutely ruin your life. He will do what he can to destroy you. He will get you to overdose. He tries to convince you to commit suicide. That that's what he that's what he does. That's who he is. He tries to trick you to try to tell you God doesn't love you. Look at your life. Look at you now. Look at all the mistakes you made. God doesn't love you. He doesn't want anything to do with you. But the truth is, he gave you the best he he had. He gave you his son. You know, if he gave you his only son, what else can he do? He gave you the best he had. All right. So the, the Lord is right there for you. So anytime that we feel like we're walking, he noticed he said shadow of death. He says, I will fear no evil because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love and of a sound mind. So God is always there with us. You know what? In spite of what life presents to us, we can always be assured that the Lord is with us always. You know, you can think of it this way. No matter what happens, I'm going to be with the Lord. If he lets me stay here, he gives me another day. He gives me 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. I'm going to be here and I'm going to be all right. But if he doesn't give me that long and I go home to be with him, I'm still going to be all right. Because he didn't give me a spirit of fear, but power, love and of a sound mind. And he says, I'm going to always be with you. He says, I'll be with you even until the end of the age. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So, yes, you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but you have no reason to fear. Now, if you're practicing witchcraft, if you're into uh, uh, all these different types of uh, worship to the devil and things like that. If you're out there and you're doing drugs and alcohol, then yes, you will fear evil. You will always fear evil because sin is always on you until you ask the Lord to come into your heart and get rid of that sin. You're going to always pay for your own sin and sin does pay a price. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So just understand that. So you have no reason to fear because the Lord is with you. And so that's what's important about this whole scripture is that the Lord is right there with you. Then he goes on to say, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The one thing I like about the Lord 
He will always validate you in the presence of your enemies. It doesn't matter who's trying to get you. The Bible says no weapon formed against me shall prosper, that no evil shall befall me and no plague shall come to my dwelling. He's always going to be there with me. He's always for me. God is always for me. He always fights my battle. He goes before me every day. He fights my battles every day because the battle is not mine, but the battle is the Lord's. And no matter what I face, I know that God is working on my behalf, that he wants to see the best in me. The Bible says that he delights in the prosperity of his people and that above all things, he wants me to prosper and be in health, even as my soul prosper. And he says, I'll bless you and I'll bless your household. I'll bless your children and your children's children. God is a generational God. Not only will he bless you, but his blessings flow throughout the generations. His blessings will flow down to you. So if you're in a situation right now where you don't know the Lord, you need to try him. Invite him into your heart and see won't he clean up your life? See, won't he cause you to go after him instead of going after drugs? If you stuck in illicit affairs or you maybe you've had abortions and you feel guilty, let the Lord clean you up. Let the Lord get in there and fight your battle. Let the Lord be the, the God of your life and stop worshiping these gods that don't mean anything. Uh, Muhammad and Buddha and all these weird uh Eastern God. Stay away from them. That is not God. You need to go to the God of the Bible. You know, the God that created the heaven and the earth, the God that spoke the stars and the moon in the, in, in the place. And he put the sun there to divide the sun from, from the night and the moon. Uh, it, 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 it's there in the night to divide the day. And so this God that created the heavens and the earth, he created us in his own image. That's the God you need to go for. You don't need to go for somebody that's, uh, that sent a prophet and he died and he never got out of the grave. You need to go to somebody where that God came to the earth. He sent his son and died for you. You know, and then he rose from the dead with all power in his hands and he's setting up the right hand of the father and he's praying for you, making intercession for his people today. And he's coming back again soon. That's the God. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the God that you need. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. And so he says. He anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over. God will always have anointed oil for you. The oil of gladness the power of the Holy Ghost to give you strength in your life, to make sure that you're successful in everything. And then finally, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You can be assured of one thing. Goodness and mercy will continue to follow you every single day because that's who God is. God is always there every single day goodness, nothing but goodness. He didn't say uh, bad things. He didn't say sorrows and pain and sufferings. He said, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Yeah, bad things might happen, but I thank the Lord that he's in me and greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world because God is too good. He's been so good. He's watched over us as we go through difficult things. He's right there in us because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world, that he's right there as we go and we go out and we live our our lives. The devil is right there trying to stop us. But God, he says, when the spirit of the enemy comes in, he says that the spirit of God will raise up a standard against him. So when the devil tries to attack you, he tries to come against you. God is right there for you, right there to fight your battles. So thanks be to God.
who's our shepherd. He's our everything because God is God and he'll never fail us. And I tell you what, the beautiful thing, you know, God provides every single thing for us. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing word. I tell you what, if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to get saved. You need to get saved now. In fact, I tell you what, I'll lead you through this prayer. Oh, my goodness. You're missing out on so much. Jesus is oh, he's so good. He's so kind. He loves us so much. And he wants you to know him. He wants you to experience that kind of peace that you'll never want to commit suicide. You won't ever want to do anything to hurt yourself. You won't ever want to displease him. You're going to always want to please him. Man, he will he will wash you white as snow. It doesn't matter what you've done wrong. Say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, I need you. And I can't live this life without you. I thank you right now that I'm forgiven for all of my sins, that I'm a Christian. I'm your child. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Brothers and sisters, go out there and tell somebody about the Lord Jesus. And if you backslidden, if you went back on the Lord and you just found yourself in a place where you really don't, you know, you don't do what you used to do and you feel like, man, God seems far away. Just ask him to forgive you. The Lord will always forgive you. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you for all your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So he's right there for you. So, brothers, sisters, God bless you. I want you all to have a blessed uh, day. Have a blessed evening. Depends on where you are in the world right now. But I tell you what, you accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior, I guarantee you, you'll go from having cursed days to having blessed days. Even when they're difficult, he's right there for you. This is Leonard Cousins uh, wishing you the best, praying for you every day. Y'all be blessed. Peace. The Lord with you. Amen.